What's up, guys? This is Justin Coffin for the 330 Sports Show. We're doing uh, something a little bit different. It's now October. We're getting into uh, Halloween, uh, Halloween season. Uh, we're going to call it spooky season here. We are uh, we're going to do a little Halloween draft. So joining me is Doug Eisenbraun in the top left corner. And then Matt and Laura are actually together. They're going to be drafting together from Matt. You guys at your house? Yep. Okay, so uh, they are going to be joining us. We already uh, pre-selected the draft order, so it is going to go Laura first, Matt second, I'm going to go third, and Doug is going to go fourth, and then it'll snake back on the way back. So I'll set everybody up so we're, uh, we're on the same page. But the only uh, preface I want to say for this draft is it's kind of anything goes. So I set it up, the title is literally Halloween Draft. That could mean, um, you know, a Halloween movie that could be funny. That could be the most frightening movie you've ever seen. It could be literally be anything. It could be from any decade. It, you know, there's no real parameters on this. It's just whatever your interpretation of Halloween movie draft is. And you could take it any way you want. So you guys all good with that? Yep. Ready to roll. All right. All right. So let's go. So, so Laura, we're going to start off with you. You got the first pick. And again, you guys can... Uh, explain your pick or you can just pick and move on or if you guys want to comment on it so laura you got the first pick all right my first pick is devil's rejects by rob zombie oh okay see i i knew we were bringing in some experts here when you can start with a rob zombie pick <laughs> now that is the second movie in what is now a trilogy um, the first one was House of a Thousand Corpses, then Devil's Rejects, and then The Three from Hell. Okay. By far, Devil's Rejects was the best of the three. I just actually watched Three from Hell not too long ago. I would suggest skipping it. Okay. okay. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, Let's skip it. <laughs> but Devil's Rejects, by far, I watched people leave the movie theater when Rory and I were watching it together. And people got behind me, this older man got disgusted and walked out. And I was like, this is great. Best movie ever. It's a pretty brutal movie. It is. I brutal. love it. It's fantastic. It's, yeah. it's brutal. Would you, okay, so um, I would describe myself as kind of like an eclectic Halloween. Like, I don't really have like a favorite. I don't really have, uh, if I had to pick a favorite, I'm probably more of like the thriller side more than like gore and stuff how would you uh laura describe your like halloween movie you know like your favorite types see i'm eclectic too i like all types um if you when you guys see my list it is a little bit of everything okay but i do love the blood and guts okay um but what scares me the most is the more supernatural, yeah. you know, possession type movies. Those scare me the most. Okay. But I love to watch the gore. Okay. All right. Now, uh, Matt, since it's your pick, let's let me ask you that same question. What is your general like vibe with like scary horror, whatever in that genre? I I like them. I like a real dark movie. I, I want it to be. I like a lot of gore. I like a lot of violence in my horror movie. I mean, the 80s slasher really hit it right. Yep. I think they, they, they really set a nice tone, but there's some great stuff in the 70s. Actually, that's my first pick. Okay. 
We'll if let go ready. ahead. You can lead right into that. So I'm going to go, go with the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre from 1974. Okay. Not as gory as you'd think when you rewatch it. They cut most of the actual stuff out, the actual chainsawing. It's more implied. I mean, when they jam that lady on the hook, that's that's pretty rough, but. I, just the the entire atmosphere for that movie and just the the way they shot it and that kind of gritty film and it just it looks almost like a snuff film and they they don't have a reason it's not like one of these modern horror movies where well this this happened because we did this on an indian burial ground or this is some revenge no it's just a crazy family living in the woods killing and eating people that's it like and there is no and basically didn't they just like kill people to like decorate their house with like their their bones and stuff and skin yeah. and hair and teeth. Oh. <laughs> but that's similar to the actual real life serial killer Ed Gein's. Correct. Yeah. Oh. So it's kind of based on that, but loosely. Loosely. Okay. I mean, he made a belt, I think, or a lampshade. Probably all of it. Yeah. Probably, probably a whole set. Interesting. Okay. All right. I. All right. So I am up with my first pick. Um, I'm going to go a little different route with this. This is um, this is more of a newer uh, newer film. Uh, within the last decade, I'd say, but I'm going to go with It Follows. Uh, if, if you have not seen that movie, to me, it's one of the smarter horror movies, the smarter story. I just really, really like that movie a lot. Um, interesting premise. You basically have to sleep with someone to get to, from not being killed. So it almost has kind of like a final destination type feel to it where you got to pass along uh you know, from being killed. So without giving away too many spoilers, uh, it's, I highly, highly recommend it. It's well-written. Uh, it's a well-acted movie, I think for the most part, but uh, it follows, I think it came out around like 11 or 12 in that general area, but- uh, Is that old? Is it that old? I thought it was newer. It might be. It's it, number 15 on my list. I love oh, okay. movies. Okay. So in, in the last decade, it's within the last 10 years. So Ten, I'll look it up afterwards and, and let everybody know. But uh, yeah, 11 to 12, 13, 14 in that, in that general range. So, all right, Doug, we are already to you with our uh, last pick of the first round. So you have two picks back to back coming up. But before you pick, tell us kind of like your um, thinking on, on horror movies and Halloween movies in general. Yeah, so my, my favorite type are the ones that are just the most realistic like that could actually happen. <laughs> yeah, those are my favorite ones to watch. But um, same thing on my list. I, I've got stuff all over the place. I had Devil's Rejects. I had um, I had Texas Chainsaw Massacre. But just really, my list is all over the place. But that's my that's my favorite. It's just the most realistic type you could find. Okay. All right. Very good. So so why don't you start off with your uh, your first pick here and uh, tell us about it. Okay. So I'm gonna. I'm going to take Halloween first. Okay. Um, now, now, when you say Halloween, are you saying the franchise I'm, or a specific movie? So I'm going to, I'm going to go with the original 1978 Halloween movie. Okay. Um, that's just, that's my favorite. I mean, we're doing a Halloween movie draft. That's, that's my I mean, favorite. Yeah. Up to Halloween, that's my <laughs> the, favorite one. The name says it alone. Right. right? Yeah. And then, I'm, I'm going to say a little bit more after I make my second pick because I got a connection here. Okay. Um, my second pick is going to be Psycho from 1960. Okay. And then 
the connection that I have with that is uh, the actress, um, the lady who plays, um, you know, the main character in Psycho is the mom of Jamie Lee Curtis from Halloween. Interesting. And, really? and then also um, her boyfriend in the movie is named Sam Loomis, who is the doctor from the Halloween franchise also. Ah, okay. Okay. Nice connection there. So those, like those are two of my favorites, just complete classics. Absolutely. I think like Psycho, a lot of people know the story already, but if you watched, if you had someone watch that movie and had no idea what it was about, obviously the, the title kind of gives it away, but uh, you know, they would be really surprised, I think by the end. Yeah. So it's kind of one of those movies you want to get someone to watch that has no idea of the whole premise. So. Uh, right. and, and Laura mentioned Ed Gein too, and he's, you know, he's the background to that, that same story too. Okay. Okay. All right. Very good. And, and uh, by the way, Bates Motel, kind of a little, like not as good, but uh, that was a kind of a cool show on, uh, I think it was on A&E or something that uh, just ended recently. All right. So uh, we are into the second round now. I am going to make my second pick here. Number six overall, I'm going to go with uh, probably the most recent film on my list. Uh, I'm going to go with get out. Um, So a lot of people might argue that, I don't know. I, I think it's a horror movie uh, for sure. Based on, uh, based on the whole premise, it's maybe a little bit of a, a take on like social, the way things are in the world too. Uh, But I I think uh, I, I always get mixed up with who, who directed that movie. Was it, um, it was uh, from the guy from Key and Peele. Yeah. Yeah. Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele. Uh, And he, he's got a brilliant mind. He really does. Uh, and this is one, probably one of the most unique horror movies uh, and maybe one of the best casted uh, horror movies, I think, uh, out of at least on my list. So I, I'm going to go with Get Out with my second pick and six overall. So Matt. A great tension in that movie, too. It's a really nice tension build. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I, it, it's a, it's a, I went into that movie blind. I went into oh, that really? movie blind and was so blown away with the twists and how it ended up being oh yeah i like to go into horror films blind any movie blind sure um sure. but it was so well done the camera mm-hmm. angles well done no doubt yeah it and it, it a great twist like you said too a great twist in that movie so um all right matt we're back to you with uh your second pick and seventh overall I'm going to go with original Nightmare on Elm Street. Okay. Uh, the At the time, the concept was completely, I mean, it was so original and unique for, they'd never seen anything like that. Like some, someone killing people in the dreams. Uh, if you look into it too, the way they did some of the effects, they didn't have CGI. So they had to do it all like that scene where his, his face is coming out of the wall. Like yeah. when Nancy's sleeping, they had a sheet with a light and he's pushing his face on it or, when he's going up the stairs and you know he's melting and she's melting into the ground, they had pancake batter and a hole in the stairs and they sprinkled, you know, carpet shavings. I mean, it's just okay. the way they made it look so well, you know, coupled with, you know, the acting was great. It's Johnny Depp's first movie. Mm-hmm. It was the first time we you know, really got to see Robert Englund do his thing and just fantastic. I have to agree with you that practical effects, I feel, are better in horror films than any... Thing that's the more digital. I find mm-hmm. practical effects, especially in horror, 
are so much better. They come off on screen so much better mm -hmm. than any digital blood or digital guts. When they do those practical effects and some, you know, sugar and blood or sugar water or however they do it, it's pig's amazing. Blood. Yeah, pig's blood. Corn syrup. Works for me. Well, that, and then you got the guy. I mean, they can't go to sleep, so you have this other layer where they're trying to stay awake and they're, mm -hmm. you know, eating coffee with spoons and stuff. And it's just, it's just fun to watch. And it just adds to the frustration. And it's just, I love it. Absolutely love that movie. I think that's Absolutely. how I got through college. Halloween is scary, but not as scary as no heat in the winter. Call Mighty Mike today, not tomorrow, for fall maintenance service. 330-207-7070. Or visit MightyMikeHVAC.com. <laughs> yeah, I, I think, Matt, you and I have talked about this earlier in the week. I think, uh, you know, we could talk about maybe another movie in that series uh, a little bit later. Yeah. But it, I, It's still, like, to this day, I think... <clears throat> Uh, it was the scariest movie I had ever seen at the time, and it still to this day creeps me out. So we'll talk maybe about. And it's that also season. before they, it's before they made Freddy Krueger goofy. Like starting four or five, yes. Freddy's dead. Then it was just sort of you know one-liner jokes. You know, yes. like you like know, don't Freddy. go to pieces, and he rips them up or something <laughs> stupid. You know, this right, he right. was just dark, nasty. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No He's doubt. An angry little dead child killer. <laughs> Yeah, right, right. And the whole backstory is right. Like, uh, he was kind of like abusing these children or something like that. Murdering them. Yeah. And then, them in the boiler room. And then, uh, their in the but then, uh, the parents came and killed him, correct? Mm -hmm. And then, and then he came back then to he came and manifested their children. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Had to deal with the devil. And well, that's all explained in the later ones. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Meh. All right, it's Laura. We... It is better. <laughs> My Laura, second pick. You are, yeah. You have actually got back-to-back -back picks now coming up. Okay, so I got two really different ones. My first one is a very um, a classic, uh, The Shining. Nice. That one. A Stanley Kubrick did an amazing job. Uh, I feel like. When you start looking into the background of him filming and driving Shelley Duvall to actual breakdown, nervous breakdown in real life. Mm -hmm. So when you watch her in that scene with the baseball bat going up the steps, swinging at her husband, she was literally being mentally tormented by Stanley Kubrick in the background um, to the point where she was really having a nervous breakdown in that scene. Oh, wow. Didn't they shoot that like make them shoot like a hundred times yes. or something just to like drive her just nuts? Just to drive her like, nuts over and over. over and over, just to literally drive her to give an actual nervous breakdown on camera, which is horrible, absolutely horrible right. to hear. But it it showed and good cinema. It it made good <laughs> cinema. <laughs> so I I truly and I love that book. That book I can listen mm. to. I listen to it on audio all the time um it is a classic for me i love the just the idea of not just a haunted uh, house but the way it's driving everyone to this brink yeah of insanity i love it very good so that's well, i want to throw one comment on yeah, the ahead, um the the hotel where that movie was where it takes place is the same hotel um on dumb and dumber <laughs> Oh really? After the really? old money, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Jeff Bridges on the toilet is one of the funniest things ever. <laughs> <laughs> or, 
or uh, or a frightening scene, depending on uh, if that toilet's actually broken. In real life. <laughs> Interesting facts. That's why I like doing this because I would have had no idea about that kind of stuff. Yeah, very good. I, I like The Shining, one of the most probably one of the most classic horror movies out there. So, all right, very good, Laura. You got one more. All right, I know I'm stealing one from Gabby, so he's going to be mad at me, but. Event Horizon. Oh, so good. So underrated. I don't know if you guys saw Event Horizon. I've seen it. it is a class. I love it. It is a cult classic. You sit there in this quiet space setting. No one can help you. You're trapped in a haunted spaceship. Um, that went to hell. That went to hell and came back. <laughs> and just I remember the first time I saw the um, when they found the missing crews or the dead crews um, sound log and they kept doing the flashes of what was happening. I remember just sitting there going and just my face. I was petrified. I pulled my hoodie up. It was a good one. Have you seen the extended cuts of that? Yes. They didn't show. Yes. Oh, they should have kept it in. I, yeah, uh, there's a way more like in yeah. hell scenes with the crew just losing it. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah I, and it, it's a lot more detailed. It's an interesting take because a lot of people think of Sam Neill from Jurassic Park, mm -hmm. and then mm -hmm. he's in that, and he's the total opposite in that movie. So that's a good oh. one. That, I did not I have that on my board, but that is a scary-ass movie. It is. It Number is. 17 over here. Very nice. <laughs> very. I like it. I like it. That's outside-the-box thinking, too. So very good. So... Um, Matt, we are uh, to you with your third pick and 10th uh, overall. All right, I'm going to jump around here because I got a lot of real classics at the top, but I'm going to throw something out there. This is a newer one. Uh, it's called Creep. I don't okay. know if you guys have ever seen it. No. I have it's not seen it. I, I, it's I mean, been on Netflix forever. And I'm it's, adding it to my list to watch. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a tension builder. It's very – it's this – this guy somehow – he puts out like an ad. He wants someone to come and film him. And this guy shows up. So it's, it's all POV handheld film by someone documenting this man's whatever he's got going on. And as it progresses, you start to realize this guy he's filming is just totally off the wall and something bad's mm -hmm. going to happen. And then there, there's a breakdown in communication and then he's worried he's coming after him. And I'm not going to, since you guys haven't seen, I'm not going to give it away, but the end scene, I mean, you feel, you feel very comfortable and then you don't. That's okay. all I'm going to say. The tension that's built with this movie. And Doug, you'd like this a lot too, because it's certainly right up your alley if you haven't seen it. It's, it's, there's nothing supernatural at all. It's all, you know, a crazy person could absolutely go about doing something like this. There's a sequel, <laughs> Creep 2. It's pretty good. It's nowhere near as good as the first one, but okay. strongly recommend anyone who hasn't seen Creep, check it out. No, it's right. on Netflix. Yeah, it's been on Netflix forever. I think it just lives there. Okay. But, Oh, that's good. That's that's another reason I want to do this is because, you know, like Laura said, she's adding that to her to like to watch list. So I think, you know, we're going to put this out early enough in October where people can, uh, you know, maybe check out a different movie here and there during the month. So very good. All right. So we are through 10 picks. I am up with my third pick here. Uh, I'm going to go with my this is third overall on my list, but I'm going to go with drag me to hell. And it is, to me, that is another one. It, I think it's kind of under the radar. Not a lot of people know it. It's that like goofy kid from uh, 
dodgeball that's in the movie and he's one of the main stars and, and mm-hmm. he's kind of like a nerd and uh he's actually kind of a nerd in this movie too but uh it is just like i was literally biting my nails during this movie i was so creeped out um and it's one of those ones where you know something's gonna happen because the music builds to like a crescendo and all that stuff and it just like your heart gets going and uh there's a lot of things you don't see coming so um you know just sam the, the best man exactly yeah sam, the, yeah, sam Raimi. is that my son right Raimi, Raimi, Raimi. yeah i think you're right very good so um so that's mine and you know that's one i think a lot of people haven't seen and it, so i highly recommend if you have not seen that movie go see it it's uh i i, I guarantee it's on one of the streaming services so uh check that one out drag me to hell number 11 overall uh, so, Doug, we are back to you. You got picks 12 and 13. Okay, so my first one here, I'm going to take uh, Creature from the Black Lagoon from 1954. Oh, okay, going um, old school. Yeah, I just watched that movie this morning with my kids. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's one that, that I had watched. I mean, I don't remember a time in my life that I wasn't watching really any of the movies that I have on my list, my dad would show me probably before I could walk and talk. Yeah. Doug, let um, me jump in real quick. Cause, yeah. cause Doug's, Doug's dad is my uncle. He's actually my godfather. And I remember probably him and uh, your mom watching me as like a nine or 10 year old kid. And we would watch <laughs> horror movies on like a yeah. random Friday night. And I was like a nine or 10 year old, but great yeah. memories, great memories. Go ahead, Doug. Yeah. My, uh, my nephew, Michael loves, loves the creature um it's just a great movie okay and what year did you say that was from that one's 1954 wow okay all right very good all right doug you got the next one coming up too all right i'm gonna i'm gonna keep it keep it old school on my next pick too another one of those um real old ones 1941 the wolfman oh wow all right uh great movie same thing that's that's another one of my favorites one of those ones that i was watching when i was you know, probably couldn't even talk yet. <laughs> okay. And just a great, great movie. And if I've been keeping track of the years of your picks, especially, so you're uh, going, you got right now, 1941, 1954, 1960, and 1978. So you're hitting all the decades. Like, yeah, Doug is I'm very thematic with his picks. I like that. That's good. Yeah. That's good. All right. So I am going to go uh, with my next pick here. Um, I might be stealing this from Gabby. I actually heard about this movie from you uh, probably a a decade or so ago, but A Cabin in the Woods. A Cabin in the Woods. Perfect movie. Um, It is, uh, it it starts out like the first half hour, 40 minutes. It's like almost unintentionally not, it's like bad horror. And then it becomes good horror. And then there's a big twist that you don't see, which I'm not going to say if uh, people haven't seen, but it is very gory. But it, and yeah, and that's another thing. It's, it's like, unint- well, maybe, do you think it's intentionally funny? Yes. yes. Okay. Absolutely. All right. So, yeah. Yeah. The so, dude from Scrubs, whatever his name is, <laughs> he's just and hilarious. The, in that. And the, the dad from uh, Step, Step Brothers. Yeah, Thor's in it. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, just that was number and, 23 on my list, actually. Okay. All right. Very good. So I'm taking a cabin in the woods, number 14 overall. So, uh, Matt, we're back to you. Well, in your vein of your last pick with Sam Raimi, 
I'm going to go with his first movie ever, which really set the tone for a lot of things with original Evil Dead. Yeah. Okay. One of the greatest horror films ever made on a shoestring budget with a bunch of uh, MSU film students or something like that. They just drove up to the woods and made this great, scary, Cabin in the Woods type movie that, you know, at least a franchise. Yeah, Evil Dead 1 and 2 are regarded as some of the greatest ever made. Army of Darkness. You got the, uh, it wasn't really a reboot, but the newer one, uh, there was one in 2013 that was also spectacular as a remake. And then you got a TV series on Showtime starring Borman High School alumni Dana DiLorenzo as the lead female. I mean, Mm -hmm. it was just, yeah. Really? Ash, Ash versus the Evil Dead. Ash versus Evil Dead. But the original was just, it's so well done. I mean, you got them out in the woods. It's, you know, you got monsters coming out of the basement. You got, yeah, Ted, which one was Ted Ramey, the mother? And was that one or two? I can't remember. They, can't remember. One and two tend to blend together. And they're both, two started to get more, it was more of a horror comedy, which was also great. But just, yeah, once again, there's a lot of tension in that. You've got the, you have a tree violating someone. Yeah, I mean, I was just about to mention that scene freaked me yeah, out. Yeah, you can't watch that scene, watch a tree violate yeah. someone and not get freaked out. By it. I <laughs> that mean. scene, I just remember watching that going, what did I just witness? That bothered me. <laughs> I mean, I know I'm hosting this show, but I have to admit, you guys, I've only seen a handful of scenes. I've never seen the whole movie. So I, I definitely want to borrow that one out. You need to watch at least once. Okay. Least I once. got them all, man. Check it off your list. <laughs> yeah. We, Gabby, we'll get together this month and check that one out. So if, if you're up for rewatching it, probably for the hundredth anytime. time. <laughs> watch this anytime, man. Right, very good. All right. Evil Laura, here's, here's what we're going to do. Laura, I'm going to have you make, um, you have two picks coming up. I'm going to have you make one and then we're going to take a quick break and then we'll come back with the second half of our draft. So um, go ahead and make uh, go ahead and make your uh, fourth pick, which is the 16th overall. Okay, so this one's a one I remember uh, just even seeing just the previews and was freaked out by the previews on TV going, Mm-mm. but I went and saw it anyways. <laughs> uh, Candyman. Oh, yeah. Okay. The original one. I did not the... I know they made a remake. I haven't watched it yet. I think it's just... Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. So it's on my list. I'll probably watch the remake here coming up soon. But I I haven't seen it in years, but I can still probably walk you through every scene. It made such an impact on on my childhood, actually. Um, I just the bee scene where it's coming out of his mouth and he goes to make out with the girl. Mm-mm. It holds up very well. It holds still. up really it's well. Still really, it really well does. done. Yeah, it's and the acting, uh, the casting was perfect. I think the guy they hired or got to play Candyman, Tony Todd, thank you, was amazing in that role. Uh, everything about that role, that movie, was great to me. That's gonna be the hard thing with the remake is not having Tony Todd right. as Candyman. Like I, I, he was Candyman. Right, like the Nightmare on Elm Street remake. It's not Robert England. It's Rorschach from the Watchnet, and sure. no, it's not yeah. the same it's, thing. Yeah, it's just not the same. It's not the same. Tony Todd has that voice. He's got that presence. And the new guy might be great. Who knows? Mm-hmm. I'm not opposed to remakes. I do like no. a good one, but a good one. It's a big shoes to fill with Tony Todd there. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Very good. Um, and does that take place in New Orleans? No. Chicago. 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 Okay. All right. I, I, for some reason, I was thinking New Orleans, but uh, the sequel might have the Day of the Dead one. The sequels yeah. were ridiculous. They're, yeah. One, don't two and them. three were 
garbage. Okay. Okay. They weren't even like good bad whore. It was just just bad bad whore. Sure. Sure. That's how I feel about. Okay. All right. Let me real quick review uh, our first uh, 16 picks here. So we got, uh, I'm just going to go through each of our picks. So Laura has Devil's Rejects, The Shining, Event Horizon, and Candyman. Matt has taken Texas Chainsaw, uh, the original, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, the original, Creep, and Evil Dead. I have taken It Follows, Get Out, Drag Me to Hell, and A Cabin in the Woods. Doug has taken Halloween, Psycho, uh, the original Psycho, Creature from the Black Lagoon, and w- The Wolfman. So uh, we're going to take a quick break, and uh, we will be right back with the uh, second half, pick 17 through 32. We'll be right back. Halloween is scary, but not as scary as no heat in the winter. Call Mighty Mike today, not tomorrow, for fall maintenance service, 330-207-7070, or visit MightyMikeHVAC.com. Hey guys, while we're about halfway through uh, our draft, I thought I would uh, go over our top five, or in this case, top 10 list uh, from Tuesday's show. And these are things to not do in a horror movie. Don't use a Ouija board under any circumstances. Don't say, I'll be right back, or who's there. Seriously, just don't do it. Don't be an ass in a movie or in real life. That's, That's just good advice. Uh, Yeah, in a movie, don't have sex, don't drink, or don't do drugs. Those are all 80s and 90s horror tropes that will probably end up getting you killed. Uh, Don't allow a spirit to possess a doll. Uh, Need I remind you of Annabelle or Child's Play? Don't investigate that strange noise uh, yourself. I'd really suggest you not do that. Uh, Don't be the black friend or split up on your own. You're usually going to end up being the first victim. Actually, the University of uh, San Diego State did a survey or a study on this and and found out uh, that uh, that often happens a lot more to uh, African-Americans in in movies than uh, it does white people. Uh, Don't run upstairs. Just just not a great idea. You're you're not giving yourself as many uh, outs. And don't assume the killer is dead ever. I mean, they have these like uh, superpowers almost. And uh, it's, it's, it's crazy. And don't ever trust a clown. I mean, come on. I mean, does anybody truly like clowns? Especially if, if one's in a freaking sewer, you know, and the poltergeist clown and what else, you know, they're, they're, it's just the clown. Nobody likes clowns. Uh, anyway, these are our horror uh, movie rules from the 330 Sports Show. Make sure to follow us on social media and uh, make sure to follow Youngstown Studio as well. So if we missed any, leave them in the comments, drop them below, and uh, we're going to get back to the second half of our draft right now. All right, we're back for the second half of our drafts. Uh, Same people. It's going to actually be the same order since we're halfway through. So, Laura, you're going to start our second half of the draft with uh, your fifth pick and 17th overall. I'm actually going to skip my fourth pick or my fifth pick and move on to my next pick because I really want to see this one on the list. Suspiria. 1977, Dario Argento. Italiano. Italiano. Uh, It was a psychedelic 70s bright colors. Every scene, the walls are pink and yellow and bright colors but absolutely petrifying and it it made it so you're you're looking at all these bright colors and thinking oh what could happen scared the crap out of me 
it's based on this and now there is a sequel it's or a, a remake there is a remake there's a trilogy though Suspiria yeah is part of third it's third in a trilogy right i don't think so i don't know Pretty sure we might have I'll to look it up we're gonna do a google search you keep going okay no, that's fine but, but it was so well done um you never feel safe in this movie there's a lot of that scritchy music that keeps you on the edge of your seat a lot of gore yeah. apparently i am a big fan. it is a trilogy really the three mothers yeah, yeah, that would make sense. i think it's the third one yeah that would make sense i believe yeah. it's the last one in the in the argento yeah you are correct sir okay that's why i keep you around <laughs> but yeah and they did do a remake i think in 2018 Okay. That actually was very good. I was very shocked because um, normally I'm not a big fan of remakes. This, the remake that came out in 17 or 18, very well done. In fact, I would almost consider it a little bit better because, um, what's her name? Uh, Tila Swanson or Twila Twila Swanson? I don't remember. <laughs> you didn't see it? Okay. I've seen Spirit. I just don't remember that, her name. Yeah. She plays in a bunch of things. I'll Google it later. That's fine. But That's it was fine. really well done. Okay. All right. So Suspiria. It's called yeah, Suspiria. So, so oh Suspiria. Okay. Suspiria. Right, we'll, I'll add that to it's my a good uh, foreign check out list. All right. Very good. Uh, all right, Matt. You got your fifth pick and 18th overall coming up. Okay, I'm gonna go with. It's hard to beat The Exorcist for this mm -hmm. one. That is just... I mean, you can't watch that movie alone and not get a little freaked out when you see the little kid, you know, turn into a demon, pretty much, and yeah. spit piece stupid at a priest. Linda Blair. Yeah. That, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, she grew up relatively normal, but, man, is that messed up. Like, yeah, the whole the, the crucifix scene, what she does to herself, that's Ooh. that's a whole different... Yeah, and then you hear about what they told her as a childhood actor. I, I don't want to get too graphic on the show, but yeah, right. It's an interesting story if you ever look it up. Um, okay. The extra footage they added in the spider walk down the yeah. stairs is really cool. And I know there was certain um, elements, kind of like in The Shining, where they were actually hurting people. Like I, the lead actress, I'm blanking right now, but there was like a rope tied around her, and they pulled her one time when she's supposed to be thrown across the room, and she starts screaming. It's because she was really hurt. Like they. The director told him, like, pull hard. Like, don't, I want you to hurt her, you know, yank her into the wall. And she's actually crying because they beat her up. <laughs> and I think Linda Blair had some issues when they were having her shoot up and down on the uh, bed. Sure. That messed her up, I think, too. Little but, I mean, just the, the tension in the movie is awesome. I keep going back to tension. Obviously, that's mm -hmm. something I really like. But yeah, you know, there isn't, you know, the, the effects are great. I mean, they had a room that they were, they dropped the temperature and spun around and did all kinds of weird stuff in it. I mean, just everything about that movie. The book's terrifying, too. It's based on a William Friedkin book, I believe. Um, sequels, eh, what do you got to do? Like right. The original, right. top notch. Yeah. I, I, well, obviously, obviously, they have a little bit uh, better actors and actresses uh, union in Hollywood now where they, they'll have stunt people do all that stuff for them <laughs> now. But uh, it's not beating up actors for effect well, anymore. You know, like you had mentioned in The Shining and stuff where she's legitimately like mentally messed up because they're just, you know, over and over mm -hmm. and over traumatizing her. And sounds like same thing in this movie, too. But you get good results, unfortunately, from uh, some of the stuff you got to do. So, all right. So the Exorcist, yeah. And again, Doug, I think that goes back to your point too of 
that's you know you hear that could be real life stuff you know whatever you believe or don't believe but that's that shit's freaky so my father will not watch that movie because he says it's against our religion i guess when it first came out the pope came out and said nope no catholics should watch that movie it's against our religion so he won't watch it i know (laughs) my younger sister because she is so to this day i just talked her on my way here believes that this could happen she will not watch that movie interesting yeah i mean never watched that you know it it literally just creeps you the f out just because you know you you just don't i don't know whatever you believe whatever you don't believe it's just creepy (laughs) and there's the you know hundreds of exorcism movies ever since and none of them come close to no i mean that's just you know it was done perfect the first time you know they they're what's the one with the the sister from Dexter. Oh, the the exorcism of Emily Rose. Emily Rose. That's probably about as close as you're going to get to another good one. But even mm-hmm. then, it's still it's not as good. I mean, you know, the little kid is like the terrifying presence is really a big part of it. Kind of like in Child's, it's just this right. little thing you're not supposed to be scared of, and all of a sudden, yeah, that's a we got a big say, problem. That's a big movie trope. That movie, that Emily Rose one, her mm-hmm. acting and her ability mm-hmm. to physically contort her body sure. the way she did. And the, the courtroom, the courtroom angle in that movie was mm-hmm. cool to do with the priest on trial. Yeah. It was a good movie. It's just it's no exorcist. No, right. nothing no. else is. No doubt. But yeah. no doubt. but that's a good honorable mention. If we have a list, yeah, the exorcism of Emily Rose should be an honorable. That's a good problem. honorable mention. Okay. All right. Good deal. Halloween is scary, but not as scary as no heat in the winter. Call Mighty Mike today, not tomorrow, for fall maintenance service, 330-207-7070. Or visit MightyMikeHVAC.com. All right, I'm going to come back with, uh, I have this as my fifth overall. Uh, I, I, I don't go, I don't dive deep into horror movies probably as much as uh, the three of you. But uh, this is a mainstream horror movie, but I think it led to a whole series of other movies, uh, at least four or five other movies being made, but The, the Conjuring. Uh, so I'm going with The Conjuring and, you know, um, based on, I forget the doctor's names offhand, but uh, the real- The Warrens. The Warrens, yes. So based on real life people, whether, you know, it's exaggerated or, or what, but, you know, obviously, um, the Annabelle, the, uh, you know, which, which could get drafted later, but you know, that it, it just led into a whole series of different movies, uh, with yeah, the war. I've never been a big conjuring guy. I, really? I, I felt they relied too much on jump scares and yes, I like a good jump scare, but that, that's, uh, I just felt like that's always going on. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I, I gotta give them another chance. I think I mean, everyone keeps was- telling me when she was looking down that basement with the match and it clapped out. Nope. Yeah. That part I jumped cool. right out of my seat. Just so jump scare. There's the, uh, the armoire scene in the bedroom. That's freaky. Mm. Um, and again, she gets kind of like possessed in the movie as well. So, you know, that goes along with the whole possession theme too. But, uh, I think how are the sequels? I, I, Cause I wasn't really too turned on by number one. I never got into the rest yeah, of them. There's, yeah. there's a like couple five. because well, if you include the Annabelle uh, franchise mm. amongst that, there's probably at least five. I would, I would think. And there's um, the one that L, the La La Dorna. So you got six. Like you got three Conjuring, two Annabelle, and La Dorna. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I know watch, about it. I just, yeah, I haven't seen them yet. But I, I, obviously, I 
obviously Summer people are paying to go see it and you know so it's it's doing well I'll give it another one. okay all right all right all right doug I trust um, your opinion we are uh doug we're back to you with your fifth and sixth pick uh so uh however you want to take this number 20 and 21 overall all right so um fifth pick i'm gonna i'm gonna go with the 90s on this one um I'm going to actually have my daughter. She just walked over. I'm going to have her make this pick for me. Oh, boy. All right. <laughs> Emerson coming in. Emerson coming in here. I am. So. Pocus, pocus. Hocus, pocus. <laughs> Hocus, pocus. Good so call. Good pick. Good pick, Emerson. That's, that's one that, you know, when we were younger, it was actually appropriate. Yeah, <laughs> so right. Compared to some of the other ones I'm saying here, but. Um, and that's one that I've been watching with her now for the, the past few years. And she just asked me today about watching Hocus Pocus coming up to Halloween. So Absolutely. It, it's, a, well, it's a good one. That's more well, Halloween yeah. movie than horror movie, but it's a good one, though. Yeah, no. And it, I mean, that obviously like even has like Salem witch trials, like history right. in it and, and all that stuff. And like you said, it's an appropriate movie for really anyone. Um, and if, if you've never seen it, you can watch it literally every day in October on uh, whatever that free form channel. <laughs> so, uh, no, that's good. That's good. Thank you, Emerson, for making that pick. Um, all right, Doug. So you got your 90s in. Where are you going next? Okay, so I'm going to go. I'm going to go to the 80s next. Um, and I'm going to go with another one. This is, I mean, same thing. One that I was watching came out before I was born. Um, but one that my sister and I, Lucky. We, we used to request, <laughs> we used to request to watch it all the time. Uh, 1985 Fright Night. Oh, okay. Good, oh, good one. Good call. Good one. Um, yeah, I mean, I, it's been a while since I've seen it now, but, uh, yeah, I, I, that's a great one too. Let, I love let, that one. That, that let me throw out my, uh, Fright Night factoid here. Um, okay. One of the main actresses in that movie is Marcy Darcy from Married with Children. <laughs> <gasps> that is her. Yeah. Whoa, I never. <laughs> and it's a little creepy because she's like a 16 or 17 year old girl in the movie. And and the one vampire is like, you know, he's a vampire. He He's not worried about age, but, uh, he, you know, he's trying to <laughs> sleep problem. with her and do all this other stuff, too. So. Yeah, you know, <laughs> that's a good one though. For, I I have Fright Night on my honorable mentions list. Okay, that's a good one. All right, so uh, so Doug, you got the the seventies, the sixties, fifties, forties, nineties, and eighties all covered. So uh, yeah. I think you're going new on your, uh, your yeah. next few picks. All right, yeah. it is back to me. This is my what six pick overall and twenty second overall. I am gonna go with oh man so many ways to go with this i'm gonna go a little bit further down on my list but i love this movie um i think it's a very underrated movie it's a six degrees of separation kevin bacon movie it is a stir of echoes um, oh yeah it's a great oh, movie, good. Good stir movie. Of echoes. so i'm it's going like the to better sixth sense yes i need to put that on my rewatch. love that movie so I'm going with the stir of echoes. It is uh, psychologically creepy. It's yeah. jump scare creepy, but mm -hmm. it's a it's an Great actual, story. It's a yeah, exactly. It's an Great actual place. good good movie. So 
Uh, Catherine Herb's in it. She's fantastic. A mm-hmm, lot of big names in this movie too. So well acted, well directed, well uh, played. So I, I'm going with the Stir of Echoes number twenty. I think that came out right around the same time as The Sixth Sense, and because there's similar elements, I I remember it kind of being overshadowed. And yep, everyone wanted to talk about that, but this was like you know the it felt like the grown up version. It's like all right, this is the nastier exactly you know, not as kid friendly right. not, not with the what a twist at the end mm-hmm. Sean and oh, i oh, think to good. this day he made two good movies that's it part, but part of me would like to get part of me would like to get hypnotized <laughs> but this movie has made me uh completely frightened of being hypnotized so yeah, uh, he's pulling in the chair and all that stuff exactly <laughs> so scary i need to Are, watch that again yeah. Great movie. Highly recommend. A Stir of Echoes, 22 overall. Uh, Matt, you are up with your sixth pick overall. Okay. Well, I'm going to go with Shaun of the Dead. Okay. Good one. <laughs> Not as good as you're going to get for horror comedy. Okay. I, I like think it. anyone's done it better than Simon Pegg. I mean, it's scary. It's hilarious. It's British, so that's always cool to watch. Mm-hmm. I as far as just a straight great zombie flick outside of the original which you know it's on everyone's list so let's 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 make this a little more interesting not that have you ever met someone who didn't like Shaun of the dead though yeah you know it's one of those movies i i kind of vaguely remember from uh college but i think every time i watched it i was probably a little bit drunk so i don't Uh fully remember it But uh, but I, I remember it being more a comedy from what I remember, not necessarily scary, but but it fits into yeah, that. You Halloween sound like this group of guys I mentioned this to the other day and they're like, that's a comedy. It's not horror. And I was like, you know, you can do both. It's, oh, it's classified sure. as horror comedy. Even no doubt. Too. No but doubt. There are some, you know, like when he has to kill his mom. I mean, come on. That's there's nothing funny going on there, <laughs> you know, and coming at him. Or, it's no, got its moment. Yeah. yeah and there's. Absolute tension when they're in the Winchester and they're surrounded and he can't get the, the over-under shotgun to work. It's, you know, it's quite frightening. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, All right. Dead. All right. Very good. Laura's going to uh, finish out the uh, sixth round and start the seventh round. So, Laura, you got picks 24 and 25. All right. This is one I watched as a teenager. I, I feel like it still holds up. I have watched it several times since then. And it does have another actor we were talking about earlier, Justin Long, that you were mentioning in Drag Me to Hell. Mm-hmm. Jeepers Creepers. Ah. I thought you were say yeah. No, Jeepers Creepers. Oh, that was such a good movie to watch in the theater. Did you seen Tusk? I did not. Kevin Is that Smith on my list? Movie? It's not do on I my list, to... but it's still cool. No, I mean, do I need to add so it Justin to Long? A yes, it's so Justin Long, but it's a Kevin Smith. I think it's Kevin Smith. It anyway. is Kevin Smith. Yeah, I just on the list. Anyway, just, sorry. Jeepers Creepers. Jeepers Creepers. I mean, <laughs> Laura, what was the deal with him? He only came out like X amount of years. Almost every twenty-seven years until the sequel. <laughs> until the sequel. <laughs> He's like, I'll come back um, next week. <laughs> first, we're not talking about the sequels. The sequels are not on like, this list. <laughs> I don't want to break the rules. <laughs> so he came out like once every twenty-seven years or something like that. Um, okay. And he'd have to eat certain body parts off of certain people that had a certain smell to them or had a whatever they were like oh he liked your eyes so he was coming at you and he would just eat your eyes or oh your liver looks because he liked your peepers he definitely (laughs) would not want my liver but he was going after someone's liver um it's like eating a soccer ball right Mm, that's a dried up raisin what i don't want it (laughs) 
but it, it was really and, and you never really saw him until the very end you just saw him in the shadows or yeah. you just saw the truck that was chasing them and it just built up this tension because you thought he was chasing the one sibling it, it, it was a great twist mm-hmm. i loved it um and, and in fact, my younger sister and I, when I was telling her about the list, she was like, that has to be on the list. So it's okay. on the list. And I agree. I, I do still enjoy watching that movie. Okay. All right. Yeah. Not and not the sequels. And that movie was again, like kind of right in our high school wheelhouse, like that late nineties, right. you know, ish, mm-hmm. early two thousands. I can't remember exactly when it came out, but right in that wheelhouse. I had a giant crush on Justin Long. <laughs> Are you gonna say the creeper? No, no, yeah, the creeper too. That's more my style now. <laughs> but I did. Maybe Justin Long is a creeper. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, love it, love it. Yeah, All right, Laura. So you got one more. So which way are you gonna go on this one? All right, I'm actually gonna go to the '80s. And I'm going to talk about Jacob's Ladder. Oh, okay. Good good stuff. Um, Jacob's Ladder. I don't know if you guys have ever seen it. I know the premise. I don't know the movie. So, you know that Tim Robbins comes back uh, from Vietnam, has definitely PTSD type issues. He starts hallucinating things. Or he may be hallucinating things. We're not, you're not sure. Uh, and the things he sees, like the scene on the dance floor uh-huh. where she ends up with that tail. Oh. <laughs> there are certain scenes. I mean, where, the laugh. Uh, I'm just the the description is great. Yeah. Well, so he's on <laughs> the show like Super floor. Mario Three, just raccoon tail. It was real cute. Just it, yeah, real cute. <laughs> Except for a picture with the demon tail. He's dancing with this girl on the dance floor, and all of a sudden he feels something like hitting his leg type deal, and he looks down, and she has this demon tail coming out of her. I lost my, my mind watching out. it. Oh, hi, Coco. <laughs> Gabby's dog needs out. Um, but it was a really good, uh, good cinematography, great, great storyline, great, great ending. ending. The ending, um, it, it wasn't this it. huge surprise, but it yeah. definitely put me uh, on the edge of my seat as it was happening. Okay. You're giving me some uh, some movies to check into. So Jacob's Ladder and Suspiria, I'm looking into for sure. All right, so uh, that brings it back. I know Matt. Oh, Matt's got Coco. So the dog's here now too. Oh, uh, that's fine. That 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 makes this a little less frightening. So <laughs> there, we'll get her in there. Absolutely. So we got. Uh, she want to make your next pick here. Coco, yeah. next pick, 26 overall. <laughs> well, if she could talk, Coco is going to choose. Yeah, Do I have she... one more round after this or not? This is my final. Uh, you got one more round. You got. Uh, you have two more picks. Okay. Two more picks. Well, I'm going to go with Saw 1. Okay. That's good. Um. It it keeps you guessing. You you know you have you you, under, I mean, you know what's going on. These people are in these situations, but you know the whole you know the bouncing around with the time is interesting. The concept of trying to get out of these horrific situations by a horrific escape is 
it makes you think like, could I do that? Like, could I cut something out of my body to live or, you yeah. know, and, yeah, the sequel is really just took it all over the place that should have been one and done. And it would have been perfect like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, that final scene, I mean, come oh, on. That one, is of one of the best, best twists in any movie in months ever. Right. Mm-hmm. Like it's just, you've never, you'd never see it coming. And then it's just mind blowing. I mean, it's, you know, it's brutal, it's graphic, but it's not, I don't feel like it was gratuitous. Like I never liked that hostile movie because I just thought it was just gore for oh. the sake of gore. There was no, yeah, this no, like made sense. Like you, you want, it had to be gory. So you felt the actual stress of the, of the decisions that these guys were making. And sure. Could I do that? You know, and, mm-hmm. oh man, some of those like that, the reverse bear trap. I mean, come on. That's just mm. one of the freakiest things I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. So, like you, yeah, like you said, well. great soundtrack too. Really awesome soundtrack. Hmm. And you got, um, Carrie Yule, so you got the, the Princess Bride dude. So yeah. that's kind of awesome too. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Now that that's a good point though. Like some movies where they just are using blood and gore for no reason, but if it adds to the plot, that really, you know, makes it a better quality movie. Agreed. Um, all right. I have the next pick coming up, 27. Uh, I'm looking on my list here. Um, I'm going to go. Oh man, so many that I am going to leave off. Um, I'm going to go with the Blair Witch Project because here's why. Here's why. Because I think if you don't have the Blair Witch Project, you don't get paranormal activity down the road. It's kind of like that found footage, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, scary. At the time Blair Witch came out, um, it was kind of like, right when the internet was coming out and so you couldn't do a whole lot of research a lot of people that went to see this movie thought it was real life legit found footage that they turned into a movie obviously it wasn't uh but but when you went if you thought that was real you were creeped the f out and uh you know not to mention it's just like you don't know what's going on you can't I think Laura had mentioned it kind of like even in the Jeepers Creepers thing. I think it's like that unknown that you can't see that you don't understand what is there. Like you never makes see it, it. entire movie. They never yeah, reveal exactly. it. Exactly. Exactly. See a guy in a, a corner. That's about it. Exactly. I have a fun story about the Blair Witch. Yeah, go for it. Go for it. Hey, go um, ahead right now. If you're so if you Jenny can. and I, Jen and I, <laughs> my younger sister and I went and saw it in the theater. We were absolutely petrified. And we were in high school. Uh, 17, 18, when it came out, we watched it. And if you remember, the Blair Witch was supposed to be hairy. Remember, she was supposed to be covered in fur. I don't remember that. Yeah, yeah. she was. So part of the lore was she was supposed to be really furry. Okay. Um, I had just gotten my dog. And I guess in the middle of the night. (laughs) Middle of the night. That's now. Um, Middle of the night, I guess my dog came and brushed up against my younger sister in bed she wakes up screaming she's got me she's got me (laughs) and for the next two weeks we actually shared a bed because we were so afraid oh my god (laughs) we we wouldn't sleep for two weeks now i'd like to pretend that you know i was very young but i was about 18 (laughs) all right that's okay hey if it's creepy it's creepy I don't it care how creepy. old you are. It was just creepy mm. enough that her and I went, this is normal. Yeah, <laughs> I exactly. remember people throwing up in the theater. 
really? because of like the camera. Like, oh, they, the, the shaky uh, camera. The whole found footage. That was like that really wasn't a thing before that. Mm-hmm. It really much. wasn't. That is what and introduced. I remember like footage. one or one guy like threw up in the theater and they were like, No, what's going on? It's not gross. <laughs> but just like the whole moving around, just he couldn't handle it. And that dude throws away the map too. Why are you throwing mm-hmm. away the map? You're in the woods. So Yeah. Why? Why? Yeah. Yeah. Well, he didn't have a phone with GPS yet, so exactly. Yeah, yeah. neither neither here nor there. All right, Uh, we're gonna go on to Doug. Doug is actually going to finish his draft here. He's got two picks, number twenty-eight and twenty-nine. Okay, so I gotta go. I gotta go newer here. Well, compared to my other picks, um, and the the strangers. Um, that. That I mean, for ones at least that have come out since I've been an adult, that's probably my favorite. Um, that really fits the realistic yep. aspect that I like about a horror movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I got to take that one with my seventh pick. Yeah, and like you said, I I think that that legitimately could be the scariest one on this list, in a way because that shit could really happen. And right. that is right. absolutely frightening. It's basically a home right. invasion, and they're stalking huh? you. So, um, with masks. yeah, like with weird, masks, with creepy masks. masks. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, Doug, and um, that's what's his name's daughter in that movie, right? Aerosmith's daughter. Uh, yeah. Liv, Liv, oh, Liv, yeah. Liv Tyler. Liv Tyler. Liv Tyler. Liv yeah. Tyler. So that, that, one, <laughs> that one was 2008, by the way. 2008. Okay. Yeah. So. It was really that long ago. Yeah, 2008. That's crazy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> now to get to get my final decade, uh, I'm torn between the 30s and the 2010s <laughs> for my last movie. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll go 2010 just because I have so many that are older. Um, I'm going to go with The Purge. Okay. Um, Cause that's another one. I mean, kind of similar to strangers. Um, Great concept. Yeah, that, that can happen. You never know. You never know. It, it almost happened in uh, January, didn't it? <laughs> right. Yeah. So Not to get tried. too political, but right. it almost happened in January. Yeah. They didn't bring their masks. <laughs> so yeah, that, that's another one of those. that's since I've been an adult, it's come out. That's a, a pretty good one. Yeah, that, that is good. And, so Doug, a TV series. I've, I've never seen the show. There's a TV series. I think it's on like USA or something. Really? Huh. Yeah, there's like a third show. Really? Interesting. Okay. How did you make them show? Just really drag out like 24. They made a day of show. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, Doug, Doug, you literally have eight different decades represented. That's right. pretty impressive. 80 so, years. Of yeah, I passed up a lot of a lot of movies that I really like. Okay. But I wanted to try to go for one for each decade just to well, spread um, it out here. Once we once we finish these last three picks, um, we won't like go too in depth with them, but we'll you guys can fire off some honorable mentions or maybe like movies we didn't uh, talk about too much. So, all right, I'm going to finish my draft here, and I feel like I just have to take this movie because um, of the age I was. I think when I saw it, and there was multiple sequels. But uh, the one of the lead main villains absolutely scared the hell out of me as a kid. But I'm gonna go with Poltergeist. 
uh, mm -hmm. because that, you know, I, I don't even know what that dude's name was, but that old guy was the creepiest person thing of all time. And a uh, little, you know, I'm, I'm sure a lot of people know, but Poltergeist, you know, a lot of those actors and actresses in that movie uh, ended up having like a lot of bad things happen to them in real life, like a lot of deaths well, because of that. The little girl died. Yeah. Yeah. So. She had some sort of issue where uh, some she sort had of a like, heart I think it was like a digestive issue where she couldn't even oh, like maybe. go to the bathroom. So it, it was like she just, died it is really sad so um so i mean whatever it might be either way you know like i think at least three people from that movie uh have died or had you know lots yeah, there's of all kinds of like cursed stories about that whole exactly. production didn't great the, movie didn't the oldest sister get murdered by her ex-boyfriend or stalker type deal i think, yeah, like I think, that. I think you're right yeah i think you're how right. about that clown toy oh <laughs> my god yeah. I've never liked clowns. Yeah, well, I, I was actually thinking about taking, and if somebody takes it, or somebody takes it later, sorry, but uh, I was thinking about taking it, it, but actually the clown is kind of represent the first one, the first mm -hmm. one. The the second one's too Hollywood, so, uh, but the, the first the, one, the remake. The Tim Curry one? No, well, the, the, the movie, the first movie uh, remake it's, of the Tim Yeah, it's Curry definitely one. better than the second one, but yeah. No doubt, no doubt. Part one's better than part two. Yes. Agreed. Bill Skarsgård did an amazing job. Great Pennywise. Great. Tim mm -hmm. Curry was a great Pennywise. Oh yeah, for you... different reasons. So I, but... well, based on you guys' elaboration, it's almost like I got a free pick there. So that's kind of nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, Matt, you got uh, you're going to finish out your draft. This is pick thirty-one overall. Well, if we're going to be talking about great movies from you know growing up and stuff, I'm going to pick the quintessential movie from when we were in high school, which was the late '90s. The quintessential horror movie, which was a great tribute and jab at all the older horror movies from the 80s and 70s. Another Wes Craven. We're going to go with Scream. Nice. Because I knew that was going to be on your list. Mm -hmm. Let me just take it off the mind. <laughs> I mean, you kill off your biggest name star right at the beginning. You know, you, you, no one you know, expected No, that. no one thinks Drew Barrymore is going to die in the first five minutes. And mm -hmm. I'm going to give a ton of spoilers. So if you haven't seen Scream by now, then shame on you. Too bad. <laughs> um, so you do that. You got and you got Courtney Cox, who's like you know rocking with the '90s you know, with friends. So she's got '90s fame, right? You know, just rocking her up to the top there. Um, you know, your your final girl is Nev Campbell. She's basically an un, well, she was on that show, but she was she was on no Party of Five. Party of Five. Thank you. So she was on that already, right? That was my show. Yeah. Okay, so she actually all right. So she actually she was, was well established known. by yeah. that. Yeah. You got Rose McGowan. You got David Arquette, which spawned the whole you know. Arquette, Courtney Cox, whatever that was about. Yeah. Um, who else was in that movie? Jamie Kennedy was in it. You're missing the most important person, uh, Matthew Lillard. Oh, oh yeah. Yes, Scooby Doo. <laughs> or well, so mad at me. And you know who's Shabu. in the sequels too? Uh, is really great actor is Liev Schreiber. Yes. Yeah. But I mean, the the plot was great. You know, the reveal at the end is fantastic. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just it's back to that cool '80s slasher <laughs> horror. But they hit every one of the rules that was established, and you know they still have to play by it. Yeah, and they Jamie really, Kennedy, I think, broke it down in the movie. Every, and then he does it in the sequel, and then for the trilogy. I mean, it just yeah. it's you know it's just so well done and a you know, very nice tongue in cheek um, analysis of everything they've done before. Yeah, and it was done by Wes Craven, who did that. 
I mean, yeah. you know, he even took a jab. Those rules. Yeah, they have like the the janitor in the mm-hmm. hallway has the orange or the red and green striped sweater, and they call him Fred. Interesting. Oh, Henry Winkler, yeah. the Fonz. He's the principal. Interesting. Okay. So, I'll have to yeah, look for that. I never cast. noticed that. But you got a great cast. You got you know interesting kills. I mean, kills with the dog door and the garage door going up. That's pretty sweet. Oh, that was a good one. Oh, who was I want a garage door that strong. It would yeah, never break. What's her name? That was Rose McGowan. Yeah, Rose McGowan. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, I like. I I think that's a that's a classic too, and that's one of those good ones that's like, you know, horror comedy as well. Mm-hmm. So I like it. I like it. All right, Laura, you are up. You have you started. Uh, you started the draft. You're gonna finish it here. So you got the last pick here. All right. I'm gonna skip a few things because I I, I noticed none of us really mentioned a lot of foreign films. Sure. Um, so I'm going to bring back another one. The Audition. Mm. You know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. So um, this is a Japanese movie came out what, early 2000s. Yeah. Something like that. Uh, this guy's single. His friends decide to set up and he's rich. He's single. He can't find anyone. So they set up this fake audition for him to cast women for a role not really knowing that they're actually being set up for a date. Mm. So he picks one, he and she ends up being batshit crazy <laughs> to the point where she does things to him that they're so meticulous and she does it quietly without saying a word. There's a scene where she takes a piano cord and wraps it around his ankle, right? Mm -hmm. And then slowly starts cutting off his foot so she can't get away. So he can't crawl away from her. And she does it in this silent, just calm fashion that I have never felt more like, oh, that's why you don't date crazy moment. (laughs) And it was very well done. The whole movie was very well done, but I just remember that scene specifically going, oh, don't date her. (laughs) That's why you don't date crazy off the internet. (laughs) That's an interesting, that was a Japanese movie from Mm -hmm. the early 2000s. And right around then was when we were getting, we were starting to make remakes of all these Japanese movies here, but it was all supernatural. We were Uh, the Ring, we got, what's that grudge. one? The grudge. the grudge. That was a good one. What's that one with like the dead people coming out of like, the uh, the washing machine or whatever? And they have to put red tape up over... <laughs> Pulse. Pulse. They... Pulse, that's actually on my list. Yeah. Um, okay. Because I love Pulse. The I Japanese one is so freaky. Oh, but honestly, the American, the American one was one okay, was really but too. yeah, the Japanese one was just... Yeah, that is... Did... Yeah, that's Japanese horror. That's just a whole other level of... It was my number 10. Okay. Hey, but uh, this, is, this is neat because it's like, yeah, everything Japan does isn't supernatural and like right. really, yeah, you know, off it, the wall. This was just and creepy. a crazy lady that you shouldn't have dated. Okay. And she proceeds to just do horrifying things. Interesting. And then you actually at the very end. It was like you, misery taken to the next yeah, level. Yeah, it was misery <laughs> here. Um. I mean, that scene with the hammer and the log, though, that's, a, that's one of the oh, harshest scenes yeah, ever. That should have been on my list. Too. That was the that's first like rated a... R movie I ever saw was Misery. Really? Mine mm-hmm. was... Um... With Jared Ingram. <laughs> 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 because dad rented it and like he like left. We just put it in and watched it. 
Love it. You're like eight. Hey, <laughs> Sorry, let's do this because we just got about two minutes left. So no, no discussions on it. Nothing like that. Any movies on your list that we uh, missed? Doug, let's start with you. If you just rapid fire, name them off. Okay, I'm gonna uh, Friday the Thirteenth, uh, Silence of the Lambs. I know what you did last summer and Zombieland. Okay, uh, Matt, let's go to you. Nightmare on Elm Street Three, Night of the Living Dead, Behind the Mask, The Rise of Leslie Vernon, Alien, Jaws, A Quiet Place, Paranormal Activity One, Diary of the Dead, Friday the Thirteenth Part Four, Child's Play, and Hush. Okay. Laura? The Fly, Amityville Horror, Goodnight Mommy, The Lost Boys, Heredity, mm. Let the Right One In, Last Door on the Left, and 28 Days Later. Original oh, or remake of Last Door on the Left? Both. Okay. Fair enough. Another right. West Craven, I believe. I have. Or Tohu. I don't know. I don't know if this one's been mentioned Insidious. Good one. Uh, Good one. Dead Silence. Uh, oh, the one with like Those... the puppets and stuff. Creepy. The dead uh, people are so freak looking in that movie. Mm -hmm. Love it. Uh, Love it. The, the Omen. The original more so than the, the remake. Uh, 1408. Another good Ooh. one. Um, Pet Cemetery. Which one? Um, the one with the judge from My Cousin Vinny. Yeah. Um, the original. I like the new one. <laughs> I didn't watch the notes. So uh, Pumpkinhead, and uh, I got a few more in there. Carrie. Um, I think, I, oh, and Vivarium. Weird movie, not, not a classic horror, but weird. So um, this was fun, guys. I appreciate you. Uh, this is going to hopefully give a lot of people some ideas for Halloween. Uh, so this was good. This was good. We'll, we'll definitely do another genre of this again. Halloween is scary, but not as scary as no heat in the winter. Call Mighty Mike today, not tomorrow, for fall maintenance service. 330-207-7070. Or visit MightyMikeHVAC.com.